So, I don't know, government sources, there's a lot of briefing going on to journalists at the moment in the run-up to the budget next month. Now, it is quite a time of the year and uh, people, I suppose, have to fill digital editions and front pages of newspapers. But one of the things that came up was uh, a change to Ireland's two-rate structure of income tax could be on the cards. The suggestion was they would introduce a new 30% rate. It was a recommendation from the tax advisory group to the government, uh, but it seems a bit of cold water has been poured on it by government sources over the last few days. And uh, Roy Finucane from Tax Assist Accountants in Limerick, who keeps a very close eye on all these things, is on the line. Hello, Roy. How are you doing? I'm great, Joe, and yourself? Not too bad. So in terms of... uh, income tax that yes. we'd all be aware of. It, it, yes. There are two tax rates, all right, 20% and 40%. Yeah, yeah. So we, we have um, rate bands at the minute. So uh, basically, we have a standard rate band. So if you take a, a single person or an individual, uh, they can earn up to €36,800 and pay tax at 20%. And By the way, that's above, ridiculously low compared to a lot of countries, isn't it? It is. €36,000. It is, and, and, and that's, that's been an ongoing um, point over the years. It, I mean, you do hit in terms, if, if you're say, coming out of university, um, uh, very well qualified, you do hit the, um, you do hit the higher rate of tax um, at a very early stage. You know, beyond, if you're single, beyond 36,800, you're paying income tax at 40%, and then you add PRSI and USC onto that, and Basically, you're paying tax at fifty percent. But in ter- in terms of our our discussion, um, but just to keep me clear, the yeah. rate then over the thirty six thousand, if you're single, is forty percent from there on. And then, as it you is. mentioned, there are other elements as well. And, uh, yes. Just a matter of interest, if if you're married, well, is it different if you are married yes. with one person working exactly. and married so, with two people working? Exactly. Yeah, that's a good that's a good question. Yeah. So if if the, the the standard rate band increases to forty five thousand eight hundred if you're married and there's one income in the household. However, if you're married and there's two incomes in the household, that goes up to seventy three thousand six hundred to the extent that both spouses are earning that amount. Um, that's the maximum um, you can pay tax on at twenty percent in Ireland is seventy three thousand six hundred. Um, and, and, and do you need, in order to um, take that up, do you need to be jointly assessed, is it, or, or what? Um, yeah, I mean, ideally, I mean, I do come across situations where uh, married uh, couples do not want to be jointly assessed, but then you have to make sure that the standard rates are are allocated correctly between the two spouses, and, and, and that that is a form of confusion between in, within the PAYE sector because people say, well, sir, look, I only look at my pay slip on a Friday. It's nothing to do with me. But it's up to each individual in Ireland to make sure that their standard rate bands and their tax credits are allocated correctly between spouses. And okay, so, so let's take an example then. Mm-hmm. Um, let's assume someone is working for company A and yeah. the wife or husband is working for company B, yeah. but they were single when they started to be employed by these companies and yeah. got married subsequently. What yeah. do they need to say to their employer? They, 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 they don't, 
I, and I'll give you a, a, yeah. a, a kind of a better example okay, in a minute. Okay. But um, they, they don't need to say anything to their employer. That's the confusion. They need to liaise directly with the revenue. Revenue updates their 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 record with the within revenue, and believe it or not, that's automatically updated into the PAYE into the payroll system based on their PRSI number. But I'll give you an example. So, say say you've got a married couple, and um, one person decides, say, so the, the 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 wife decides to give up work for a number of years, say, because there's there's kids on the horizon. And the, the, in that instance, the revenue are not going to know that that's happened. So in that instance, the, the, you have to contact the revenue and say, look, I'm no longer wor- working at the minute, and I want to transfer my standard rate cutoff point and my tax credits to my other spouse. Uh, and that, that's how you would do it. And that would only allow it to go up to 45,800, is that what you're saying? Well, in, 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 in the context, yeah, if there was a married... A married couple with one income, yes. Okay. So, so the chances then of someone listening to this show this morning, uh, with both being married, working for different companies, and it not being right are slim enough. Is that what you're saying? Um, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't. I mean, I mean, that's the first question I say to people um, if they ask me if I'm doing yeah. work for someone yeah. and I come. I say, well, look, what you have to do is you have to get your tax credit certificate your tax credit certificate. So a number of years ago, revenue automatically sent them out to people at the beginning of the year. But I think uh, they were getting so many queries from people uh, subsequent that they realized that people were throwing them in the bin effectively. So they stopped. Uh, now, they are available to you online uh, through through your My Account, your online tax record. Um so uh, that's what you need to do. You need to look at your tax credit certificate, look at your tax uh, credits, look at your standard rate cutoff point, and make sure they're allocated correctly uh, between you and your partner or your your your, your, your husband or wife. Because, because otherwise you could be given way too much to, uh, exactly. to the tax person and, than you and, don't and have to. <laughs> exactly. And this is why you will hear, Joe, in the last quarter of the year, you will hear um, genuine adverts from the revenue to to make contact with them if you want to um, claim tax back. And that's why, again, at the end of the year, you'll see many um, newspaper articles about unclaimed taxes. Um, and this is part of the reason, because people's tax credits and their standard rate cutoffs is not allocated correctly uh, between uh, themselves and their partners. Right. Okay. So on the talk of a 30% rate, yes. and, yes. you know, this is one of the suggestions from this tax advisory group to the yes. government, um, and the Minister for Finance has been very quick to say, mm, hang on a second now, you know, this won't happen this year because yes. it's an administrative nightmare. It would take much yes. longer to ramp in. And then he's kind of suggesting as well that he's better off going with widening the tax bans to yeah. take more people into account at budget time. Exactly, yeah. I mean, again, we to go back to the earlier point you made, this this whole um, subject around an additional tax bend has been discussed for years to the very point that you've made, that we do hit the higher rate of tax quite early in Ireland. 
Now, the current discussion seems to be around uh, the cost of living crisis, the, raise, the increase in interest rates and inflation. So if, if, the, if that's seen as a temporary measure, let's, let's say, and hopefully it is, then I couldn't see the 30% standard rate being the solution because if we're going to go through the administrative headache of introducing it, then you'd like to think that we would keep it long-term. So uh, if, it's, if it's a temporary measure, then I couldn't see the um, 30% tax bracket being introduced. It, it might be something along the lines where they, they increase, um, they, they adjust to tax credits or they adjust the 20% tax bans rather than going, you know, rather than going the whole so, hog. So, for example, you would hit the 40% band later in your earnings yeah. at, at maybe yeah. 40,000 rather than 36,8. Exactly. I mean, okay. there's this term in banded about, about indexation. So yeah. that we would like index the the tax credits uh, so we, we get more tax credits. And, and they're easily adjusted then. So let's just say uh, this cost of living crisis that's been referred to uh, dissipates in time, then it would be reduced. Now, that would that would be another headache for governments because obviously if they give people something, then they're very fearful mm. to take it away. You know? Exactly. And a lot of the chat that we're seeing is about one-off measures, things that they yeah. can do. They brought the budget forward, I think, to the 27th of September rather Correct. than mid-October. Yeah. One would assume that some of the things that they are going to do as one-off measures will hit from the night of the 27th of September going into the autumn and winter. But other yeah. things like the tax change, I mean, that's not going to happen until the 1st of January based exactly. on the system, is it? But, but, exactly. but what I am wondering about, we're ch- chatting to Roy Fanukin of Tax Assist Accountants uh, in Limerick, is, is it simply the case that whether they like it or not, the government is un- under immense pressure here? Because obviously the public sector unions are talking to them about pay rises. That's one thing. And presumably what they're going to try and do is put a tax package in place on the 27th of September that will benefit taxpayers much more than anything that's come in the last few years. So they can then point to that with the public sector unions and say, well, it's not all about pay, guys. Yeah, yeah. And and, and the other thing, Joe, I mean, that's been referred to is obviously um, given the history uh, back in 2008 of the financial crisis, the government had to be very disciplined in terms of balancing the books. And one of the things that's been referred to at the minute uh, in terms of uh, giving uh, additional take-home pay to workers is because we have bumper corporation tax receipts on on foot of the multinational sector. Now, if you're to believe the, the doomsdayers that there's a global recession on the way, uh, that's going to impact uh, corporations. Therefore, it's going to impact corporation tax receipts in a country like Ireland. Yeah, the only thing is that they, they've been saying that for a few years now, haven't they? I mean, like, it's it's a pretty regular refrain from the government to go, oh, we can't depend on those corporation tax, but we desperately <laughs> need to hold on to them. And the truth is the corporation taxes go up it every does. single year by billions. Yeah. I mean, yeah. e- even yeah. during COVID, that was happening. 
Yeah, it is. It is. But the, the, the you know, economists would say that 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 that's, that, that 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 may not be long term. That may not be sustainable. They say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> economists spend their entire lives going, "Oh, Jabers, that mightn't hold on." Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. not. I mean, maybe twenty years from now things will be different. But anyway, yeah. um, for example, a listener is saying, uh, "Joe, very interesting chat with yourself and Roy this morning. What about our famous temporary tax that was brought in eleven years ago? Now, the USC Ireland yes. at its best." And we'll keep paying it and say nothing, bar the odd WhatsApp from people like me. What about that? Is there any yeah. possibility of that ever being removed? I, I seriously doubt it. I mean, again, if we if we want to go back to that time, um, the, the reason was that the the tax base wasn't broad enough that we 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 got into these problems because um, too money, too much of the revenues that the government were taking in were based uh, on property, and therefore the, um, the the tax take wasn't balanced enough. So one of the solutions to that was to bring in this one-off USC. So I I don't see it. I don't personally see it uh, coming off the, the the spectrum in the short term. But, but do you know of anywhere else? You know. I'm not suggesting that you're a world expert on tax or anything, but you know of anywhere else where something like this is taken off the top, that it's taken on someone's gross before they ever then enter the tax system with the credits and the rates that we've talked about? Yeah, uh, I don't off the top of my head, but equally I would I would, I would uh, concur with, with, your, with what you've said, that I'm, I'm not... Uh, uh, I'm not uh, an expert on and international tax um, either, but you know, I mean, this is the other. This is the other point. I think Joe, that 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 people uh, that it's not particularly. Um, uh, it doesn't get talked uh, by politicians uh, either. Is that one of the things the USC does? Is it it, it does bring tax in from lower income. Uh, the lower income sector, and that that was another point. And even though it, it may not be palatable, uh, that there was a certain cohort in 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 the economy that weren't paying any tax at all, and that is one thing. Um, I mean, would you ever have a situation, Roy Finucane, where you know people might come in to you, and you would actually say to them, "Do you know?" you'll kind of be better off working part-time now when I look at everything here. Or, you know, you, you might, might, maybe one of you might be better off not working at all based on your income. Yeah, absolutely, Joe. Absolutely. I have this conversation quite regularly with people where they might be they might be having a number of strands of income or they might be thinking of taking on an, uh, some opportunity that would bring in another strand of income. And I would be saying to them, I said, look, you know, this is a, this is a time. This is a time versus money equation here. That if you give up your time to do this, you will probably only be taking away, uh, taking home fifty percent of what you're working for, and you may want to consider, you know, I don't know, taking up a new hobby or spending time more time with your kids, you know. So, yeah. and for example, we were talking to Kirsten Mail at the start of the show, the property manager, and yes. one of the things we were chatting about was it, this being a student town, you know, students yes. desperately looking for accommodation and the, the rent-to-room scheme, you know, is, is there anything in that? And, you know, we hear yeah. it advertised, the UL Accommodation Office advertised with us here um, about it uh, uh, as well. Is, is, is that a good option? I mean, look again, again. Everything, everything is an option, Joe. I mean, yes, you get 
you know, what you want to be doing in life is trying to get as much tax-free income as you can. But I suppose the balance, again, is do you want the intrusion in your house, you know? So that's, that's, it is an option, of course. Um, um, you can but, you can earn up. To, I mean, you're it's a, it's a strange one, isn't it? It's, it's not it's not the most formal of arrangements. Um, you know, it's not like letting out a property in its entirety. So you you are it's your residence, which, as you say, has ups and downs attached to it. But, yeah. but one of the advantages is you can have what up to fourteen thousand a year and, and no no tax on it. Yeah, correct. Um, I, I don't have the specifics to hand now, but that is the point. Yeah. That is the point. There is there is money there that's that's, mm. that's tax free in your own hands. Right. Well, a listener has been listening very carefully to what you've been saying and is saying, "Oh, how can we contact the Revenue Limerick to discuss tax allowances?" Well, if you go to revenue.ie, you'll get everything you need, and the phone number for the local office here in Limerick is oh six one. Two one two seven hundred, and that line is open. By the way, nine thirty a.m. to one thirty p.m. at the moment. Oh six one two one two seven hundred. Um, and someone else um asking, he says, look, I know this is off topic, but any chance Roy could tell us any prospect of changes to inheritance tax on the way? Yeah, again, you know, look, this has been this has been bandied about um almost on an annual basis again, Joe, when we come to budget time, uh, specifically around the increase in asset prices, i.e. Uh, the increase in the value of houses, because typically when there's an inheritance, something that you can be guaranteed is going to be in that inheritance is the family home. And if the family home is going up in value, well, then obviously the inheritance tax thresholds need to keep in line with that. Um but at the minute, so the minute a parent can pass to a child up to €335,000 uh, without incurring any tax. So, again, that's something that could be revisited uh, at the budget again, uh, that that, that, that mm. uh, threshold might increase. And ultimately then, do you expect that everybody will, or the vast majority of people, it seems from what the government is saying, will end up paying a little less tax in 2023 on income? Hopefully. Hopefully, God. Hopefully, God. Right. Maybe, maybe, Hopefully. maybe there's an election on the way, and then the answer is definitely yes. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Listen, su- super to chat to you as always. Thanks very much for the expert advice. Right. Much appreciated. Take care. Take care. Take care. That's uh, Roy Finucane there of uh, Roy Finucane Tax Assist Accountant. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live.